You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's good! It's good! It's good! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. We'll take you to the places most fans never go. To practice to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, Hakeem drops the ball! Turn, picks a flow! And touchdown Hell is frozen over. of the 2022 season. It is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. Oh, baby! Welcome in all you hoodats. We're here on Inside Black and Gold. Another edition with St. Sideline Reporter. That's me, Steve Geller, along with WWL and Odyssey Digital Sports content provider, Jeff Noel. And I, I provide content. That is what I do. And all ca- catchers of touchdowns in the Superdome. Yes. And one touchdown having person in the Superdome. Uh, my shining moment happened yesterday uh, with our 33-14 defeat, but... All eyes were on me for that that really, really bad out route that no one seemed to care about. And uh, yeah, went up and got it. Went up and got it. So you can't blame me. I scored my touchdown. Um, and I felt it today. I woke up today very sore. Uh, I am an old 32, if you will. I um, My hips, my ankles, my back, all feeling it. First thing I did this morning was uh, pop like three Advil and uh, then I went out to Saints camp as I just, and it was funny because you could tell everyone who played in that game. Cause it, other than Sean Fazen, who looks like he could do that every day. Right. Uh, everyone was just kind of like, Oh God, <laughs> you should have asked one of the trainers. Hey, you mind if I hit the cold tub real quick? Well, <laughs> it was funny. Cause um, the media person for the saints, he was like, seriously, does anyone need ice? And everyone was like trying to be tough. And I was like, I kind of, I kind of do. But I didn't take any, and I regret it. The kicker for that was they obviously had the practice in the Dome yesterday on Sunday. And so we, were, we all got there at like 10.30, played the game, and then we were there until the end of practice, which was like 6.30. So it was like it felt eight hours in the Dome. But we got through it. We got through it, and we got, we'll have a lot on the practice in the Dome. We'll have a lot on the practice today, which I was out at. Um, we're going to get into the latest on kind of Jameis Winston, Mike Thomas, what we've seen from them. We're going to have some more news and notes in the first segment. In the second segment, we're going to get into a bit on one player that I think we are not talking about nearly enough. And when we are talking about him, most of us have been saying his name wrong. Uh, So we'll get into that. And then in the final segment, we're going to get into Chris Alave's touchdown. I have some film we can go through uh, because we're also posting this on YouTube. So if if you're wondering why I'm referencing things that you can't see, go check it out on YouTube and we'll have that there. And then after that, we're going to get into a viewer mailbag or we're going to answer some of the questions that have been filtering in throughout the recording. Um, but first things first, let's hear from Dennis Allen on what he had to say about Jameis Winston 
getting back to practice the last few days? It was good. It was good. A little rusty, but but yet um, good to getting back out there and uh, getting back going again. So um, I think anytime we get a guy back from an injury, you know, it's good to have him back out on the field. Yeah, and I think what he said there was true. He's he's a little rusty right now. He um, I think it was about a week and a half that he did not practice. He, you were up there for the joint practices. He got out there on the Wednesday or on the Tuesday, but he didn't really do anything. Then on the Wednesday, he worked in individual drills, but not team drills. And then, so he did not play in the preseason game. And then yesterday he got into seven on sevens, but didn't get into 11s. Today, he went through seven on sevens and all of the 11 on 11s. So all the team sets, except for, because <laughs> there's always an except for, they always leave some room to grow, except for the final two minute drill kind of segment of the day, which was just Andy Dolan and Ian Book. But it is good to see him back out there because there was a lot of guys who were not out there today. Yeah, with all the players that we've seen you know, coming back from injuries, the term ramp up has definitely been the buzzword of this camp. And they've been bringing guys along slowly and, you know, easing them back into things. Jameis Winston, you know, to us, at least on the field, he looks like he's moving around fine. There's no limp to that step. There's no any kind of uh, awkwardness to the way he's moving. But uh, the team still has been gradually bringing him back. I thought we would get to see him more, obviously, uh, when we were in Green Bay. That wasn't the case, but it sure is good now, this last week heading into the final preseason game, and it's kind of crazy to think that training camp is wrapping up. Yeah, it goes quick once it gets going, and yeah, we only have a few more. I think we have two more open practices, or no, I'm sorry. There's no more open practices to the public. Those are done. Um, The Superdome was the last one. I think from a media perspective, we have, so today's Monday, uh, there's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm sorry, no, Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday's a walkthrough, walk-through. Right. and then Friday is the Chargers. And then after that, I think we get into, like, full regular season mode where we're only going to get, like, 15 minutes out at every practice to kind of see who's there and who's not. Exactly. Um, so this, these are the, this is the last kind of stretch, and then we get into regular season mode. But it is good to see Jameis out there. I'll tell you what, D.A. did not – sound like he was concerned at all about Jameis not getting any reps in the preseason. So I would not be surprised in the slightest if the first time we see him under center in a real game environment is week one in Atlanta, which I think is a mistake um, just because I want to see him get into a bit of a rhythm. Like I don't, I, I think that that those first four games are so important that I think there is a real, possibility that you go out to Atlanta a game you really should win and the offense is is rusty to the point that you that you drop what should be a win early in the season and it could haunt you down the stretch that's what I'm worried about and I guess one series in the preseason isn't going to make or break that right but I I don't know I don't I don't like the idea of like keeping the training wheels on all the way through camp and then expecting someone to just flip that switch uh, when the games start for real no, I totally get that too, and maybe that's why you know we're we're not the the football players or the coach because I feel the same way. Where I just want to see something, and I know it's just a preseason game, and even if it was just a series, would it really make that much of a difference? But just to see him going through the motions, looking like he's on some kind of rhythm with guys, got a connection, would be nice to see. But apparently, like you said, Dennis Allen's totally confident and um, 
if that if that is the case, we're we're seeing Jameis under center with these guys for the first time in live action, and it's week one in Atlanta, September 11th. So be it. I, I guess that you know for the preseason finale, then I couldn't even imagine. Are we going to see Andy Dalton then either? Is it going to be more of the the Ian Book show the entire time? Well, so what Dennis said after the well before and after the game in Green Bay was that he saw the first team offense and defense in so many like highly contested, like high energy reps throughout the week that he didn't feel like he needed to see them in the game. Uh, and he wanted to get them a little bit of extra rest. And so that's what happened. Um, and I think that because of that, you will probably see a good number of the first team guys out there for whatever ends up being the, their run against the chargers. Um, now, keep in mind, there were 13 players who did not practice on Monday and nobody who did not practice on Sunday came back Monday. Um, and so here, I'll just run you down, run you down the list of players who were not there because it is a long one. So Taysom Hill. Oh, okay. And again, these are players who did not practice with the rest of the team on Monday. Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas, Kevin White, Pete Warner, PJ Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, Alante Taylor, Chase Hansen, Cesar Ruiz, Taco Charlton, Landon Young, James Hurst, and Adam Troutman. Now, Pete Werner and Alante Taylor did get work in off to the side. We saw them rehabbing, and that's always a good sign because it means they're, you know, one or two days away from getting back to work with the with the full team. Pete Werner is a bit more concerning because he's already done this process once and came back and then got hurt again with that groin injury. So, you know, I asked Dennis today kind of, is this the point of the season where you're really just doing maintenance with guys. Like it's not really about an injury. It's about like, okay, the regular season starts in two weeks. Let's get these guys as healthy as possible. And he said yes to an extent, but you know, these guys are still dealing with stuff. Michael Thomas, as we we mentioned, is dealing with a bit of a, a little bit of a hamstring quote unquote. Um, and you know, I do wonder at what point does it start to be concerning that these guys just can't get out there for practice and how much of this is the new training staff, trying to do things differently. Um, I don't know. Yeah, with Michael Thomas, he was not on the sideline for Friday night's game against Green Bay. So I'm curious if the hamstring started acting up after that Wednesday session or something happened during the Thursday walkthrough in Green Bay there. Uh, with, with Pete Werner, you definitely want to see him in action for the preseason, in my opinion, because he is just a second-year guy. He's not a established veteran yet, and he's expected to be playing alongside Demario Davis, and that's going to be obviously a, a huge role for him. And without these reps and getting more time on the field with this whole entire defense, just that hurts that that chemistry, obviously, on the field with right there. And, you know, we, we've talked about it. The groin injury is is pretty serious because – you you know that it's something that is easily it, it doesn't go away uh, kind of thing and can can come back in a hurry if you don't be careful and we saw that like you mentioned with him uh was out to start camp then came back and then after a few sessions was missing in action again at least i like we're coming in, in this final stretch of training camp here and he was back on monday uh hopefully a good sign of things that are on the men for him uh with with Michael Thomas, I, I don't know how serious this this little bit of a hamstring is. 
and I, I get it from fans, though. It's concerning just because he missed all last year with this ankle injury, and we've been pumping him up on how great Michael Thomas looks and can't guard Mike is back. And now he's suffering another setback, and it's a different injury. Uh, and a hamstring is another thing like a groin that they they can linger and not go away. They're kind of a nagging thing. Yeah, I think, you know, and I don't, I, I know they will not say this now, but I have a feeling that a lot of these absences are the, uh, you know, the abundance of caution absences, right. right? And I think when we get to the regular season, the the process is going to change for what keeps someone out. Um, because I think at a certain point in the season, everyone's playing through something, right? And I think what's happening right now is like, if you if there's something, anything, you're not practicing. And I think this is kind of a overcorrection from last year when, you know, we've talked about it to death, you know, 58 different starters. And especially for a guy like Mike Thomas, who you just want to make sure that you are catching everything early with him and his recovery. So he says, yeah, my hamstring's a little sore. And that's a little bit of a hamstring. Hey, my hamstrings are incredibly sore today. I probably couldn't practice if I, if I had a practice, right? Like sometimes you're just sore. Um, and you know, I, you know, I don't get a day off from my job. Like Mike does. That's a joke. He has a much more difficult job than I do, at least from a physical perspective. Um, so yeah, I think that that's what we're seeing, right? There's no way that there are 13 players on the saints uh, who are dealing with actual injuries. I think it's just a lot of maintenance. And once we get to week one, we're going to see that maintenance be a little more subdued because they don't want to put 13 people on the injury report every week. Right. Um, and they don't want to tell because when you, when you miss practice like that, you have to tell people what's bothering you. Right. And that is not something that you want to do, you know, because everyone on your roster is dealing with something, like I said, but you don't want the def- the other team to know that like, oh, he's his hamstring sore, right? <laughs> That's not a, like the amount the information you want to give to the other team. So I think we're going to see players participate in practice more regularly than we have seen in training camp because this is weird. I don't I don't like seeing 13 names out of practice. I don't enjoy taking attendance when there's 13 names out of practice because it takes a little longer. Um, and so, you know, the only names on here that I'm concerned about are Chase Hansen, which we saw leave in the game. And I couldn't tell what the injury or issue was with him when he walked off the field. No. And he's just hurt all like, that's been the story of his career is he's always right. hurt. So Unfortunately, just cannot stay on the field. It's not a great indicator for him that he, you know, he had that one really good game and then, he got out there for a couple snaps against Green Bay, and he's and he's gone. We haven't seen him since. Um, the other guy I am concerned about is Adam Troutman um, because I think he took a shot to the head. Yeah. And, and he, he was slow to get up and then came to the sideline in Green Bay and was there for a little bit, got checked out in the tent, and I could see he, he walked on his own power to the locker room, but he definitely looked a little woozy. And so you can speculate a concussion there, but I can't you know, f- confirm that for sure. But it definitely looked like it was something where he was getting checked out further for that in the locker room. Um, and then with the other tight end situation, I didn't see anything happen with Taysom Hill. So I'm curious what he's dealing with. Is it more of the ribs or something else? 
Yeah, I think that's good. Another example of like, okay, if this was a real week where you're getting ready for a game, he's probably out there practicing. They're just giving him rest. At least that that would be my my guess because he got his first game action. He probably is sore because you're going to be sore after playing your first game and you haven't played in however long. It's just natural. So I'm not too worried about him. The guy I am a little more concerned about is James Hurst because as we talked about last week, I don't want to see Trevor Penning starting at left tackle week one. I think he looked way better in pass protection specifically week two, which I'm glad that I told everyone to pump the brakes because like, yes, he improved in a lot of the areas that he really struggled in week one. And that's what you want to see for a rookie. Now he's going to struggle at times. And I know the reaction is going to be, Oh my gosh, I could draft this guy in the first round rookie struggle. It's just a fact of life. And that's why I don't want to see him out there week one. So hopefully James Hurst is just kind of, he got stepped on. I think he's gets some sort of, as Dennis Allen put it, foot. And so hopefully he can get that better because, again, like I said, I don't want Trevor Payne to get thrown into the fire week one. I really just don't want to see it. You know, maybe even if it's like week three, week four, where he can kind of get reps sprinkled in and get that kind of full game action, that's what I want to see for him. I want to see him ramped up into that into that position, not just thrown into the fire where his confidence just goes goes through the goes down the toilet. And he mentioned that post game after the Packers of uh, Trevor Penning of being kind of overwhelmed with the atmosphere in the crowd, a lot different than, you know, what he was seeing in college compared to now, even in a, uh, a preseason game in the NFL. Right. With the arena is half full and no one really caring. Yeah. Like, yeah, that week one game against Atlanta, you know, that's going to be a shock to the system. You know, I'd want to I don't want to see him have to get his NFL debut as the starting left tackle in, in those in, the, in that environment, not, not the, the, by a long the shot. Good, the good thing is that Atlanta crowd's not too crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they all don't show up until the second quarter, right? So, and then they leave before the fourth quarter. So, you know, just get them the reps early. Like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you should do the opposite. <laughs> but all right, that's where we'll wrap up that news and notes segment. We're going to take a quick break and then come back with the player that I think you are not talking about enough and you are saying his name wrong. I guarantee it. I definitely was. Yep. Stick around on Inside Black and Gold. <laughs> 